Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time now for the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the Balloon Party 101 ESPN. It's driven by Munganass, St. Louis, Acura, and Munganass, Burkhardt, Alton, Toyota. My name is Timothy Mike McKernan. I'm joined by Jackson Bennett Burkett, Horton Watkins, class of 2016. Yep. Yep. And we will talk about uh, life in Ladue for the next hour as we get you ready for BK and Ferrario with Tales from Ladue. What's going on with your headphones? These are. Well, it's like be... after Larry David's glasses got stretched out. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Um, I am using unfamiliar cans. Matter of fact, if you're watching on YouTube, you might recognize these cans as they're Matt Rocchio's. Oh my goodness, it really is just like Larry David's glasses getting stretched out. Totally, because I accidentally left my earbuds in the T- my little TMA booth, so I will need to retrieve those in the break, but we had very little time before the show started, so Rock was kind enough to give me his headphones. The problem is Rock has a. Oh, you gotta watch. You gotta see this on YouTube. I'm gonna. What a scene this is. I can. This is not intended as a shot. It's only truth. Rockio has a a melon head. A oh real, my goodness. A real large head that sports a wonderful quaff. Great head of hair on that Rockio. You taking a shot? Uh, myself too. But um, you gotta. You're, you're, you're making a comeback. Yeah, you're making a comeback. His is thick. About you. His is thick, man. And uh, so I'm using unfamiliar cans and. My head, considerably smaller than Matt Rocchio, so very similar to Larry David. I can't get comfortable. I really can't hear anything, which is yeah, right. really oh, the, well, you're gonna miss some takes I have. Well, I can so I can hear you right here, oh. but like but like I like to like hear myself in my headphones. You know, it's like what I'm used to. Sure, I understand that. And these cans simply won't do. My goodness. Yeah, I mean it is wonderful. What a treat it is on oh, I don't know if you can catch it as well on YouTube. The angle I have is choice. They're like shooting outwards. Well, that's a, nope, it's still shooting outwards. Uh, you can text in your thoughts on it, 314-399-9646, Air Comfort Service text line. And uh, you can also uh, watch on YouTube and see Jackson's situation and uh, talk it over in there. Uh, Roberto De Niro 69 says the show is off to a uh, <laughs> hot start. I hate paper straws, says Tim looks like he's going to Cafe Napoli to find some ladies with a dollar sign. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, and that's as a matter of fact. I hate paper straws. That's exactly what I'm doing today, uh, Jackson. You know, you were put to the test this week. Now, you quote unquote get how many shows? Seven balloon parties off. Wow. When I take vacation on Thursday, yeah. And Josh Ennis will be filling in along with Marshy Marsh and the playful posse. So I would think. These little piddles, 
Tuesday half and halves and Wednesday thoroughfares. Usually a wide berth Wednesday. (laughs) Should be strong because you get to fire everything that you would over Thursday and Friday in the next two days. So I'm anxious to see what you have, but I know you're playing hurt with the headphone situation. That, and, you know, as much as truth was in there, Mm -hmm. as we look at the sports world, especially locally, I mean, absolutely nothing is going on. What about the Blues playing the Blackhawks in the Winter Classic at Wrigley Field? That is very cool. That is very cool. I'm excited about that. That's cool. Big fan of that. I like sports leagues taking chances and doing stuff differently. Okay. So, that's great, but, like, we have now talked about it for 12 seconds, and that is about the extent. Would you go to that game? Yes. You would? Yeah. Let's go to Chicago, Wrigley Field, you know, see something cool like that, something super rare. Or if the Blues are playing the Blackhawks at Bush Stadium. It's happened before. Yeah. I'd be into that, too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm cool. I, 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 I just didn't know if I, you know, like, you like, oh, Chicago. Well, that's kind of more of a cosmopolitan city. I do love Chicago, uh, but I love St. Louis as well. Do you well. love New York? Yeah. Do you love Los Angeles? Never been, but I'd love to. Oh, you've never been to Los Angeles. I know. It's it's where I would love to live. But yeah, I, lo- I like that. Not San Francisco. My favorite city in America. Oh, you've been to San Francisco, not Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Right around the corner from each other. Mm, yep. Right up to PCH, baby. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, and Randy Carricker and I are uh, we're in the midst of radio wars. There's nothing better than radio wars. Yeah, especially same station. Sure. <laughs> that actually does go on. Oh, in some I know. Places. It's we just talked about New York. That's right. Um, I made uh, what my counsel has said is a slanderous remark regarding having to lower the camera when I came in here. And uh, he has been he's been notified, as as all I've been told by my representation to say. He's been notified. Right, right. Even though it might be true. But still, we feel like we have a case. Well, the step stool is ever present. That's the thing. So the camera isn't lower because I'm on the step stool. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It actually is weird. You do look taller to me today. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Is it because I look like I'm going to Napoli? Some about it, yeah. yeah. It's a a nice, real nice sport. Oh, thank you. You're a gentleman. I'm a big fan. What did you think you said it, and then you looked down like you were like you're almost like reading notes. <laughs> well, yeah, well, like it's a script, like what, we're doing a scene. Let's this, do the dress rehearsal real all right, quick. I'm gonna look right in the camera. Look at this. In, in, in admission, and the entire show is scripted. Everything we do, so we read off teleprompters. It, it it probably sounds like there's no preparation. That couldn't be further from the truth. Right. It's all prep, all the time. Uh, Jackson, go ahead and give me question one of this little piddles. Tuesday, half and half in the winter of our discontent. Sure. Macro question here. Do you think St. Louis's expectation for sports have changed over the years since, say, 2000, both from what we expect from an on-ice slash on-field product and the teams and events that play here? Do you think that, that this evolution is natural or a sign of regression in the market? Wow. Boy, you came loaded for bear here. I don't, th- I don't, I, I have to say though, I don't think so. Okay. I think actually, like, what, what, what year is my 2000 to 2000 2024. To now? I think the expectations of the Cardinals are way higher now than 2000. Um, probably higher now for the Blues than they were. Mm-hmm. And that just comes with, you know, the Blues, we expected them to go to the playoffs every year, but we didn't expect postseason success. And don't have the Rams. I guess high hopes for the Battlehawks. I know you were talking about that. Uh, and for City, but 
I just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. What's your, what's your, I mean, you're, you were, you were two, so you can't really. Right. So the, the question I'm kind of asking is, is two pronged. Yeah, go ahead. Give me your prongs, boy. So you kind of answered right there with the Cardinals and Blues, how the expectations have actually increased more so on the second prong is probably a more macro look at the market. Do you think that we have settled in a sense, you know, coming from a three sport market, including the biggest sports entity in the world? In your opinion. Sure. Uh, um, to where we are now with the MLS and the UFL. Do you think that there's more, a little bit more settling and a little less ambition from a sports expectation standpoint in that regard? So you're not talking about like expectations for the Cardinals and Blues success. You're talking about for the second prong, yeah. For the you're talking about like okay, we can't be an NFL city or an NBA city, so we'll right take MLS and UFL. Right. And I'm just presenting like people embracing MLS and UFL might not be like oh we're settling. It's just a general appreciation for sport. Okay, so I believe for those who did not listen to the Tim McKernan Show podcast yesterday that the roots of this question are actually the tail end of the podcast we did yesterday. Am I correct on that? Yeah, it's a conversation we've had. A okay, times. so uh, so I think if I'm following that correctly, something I said I was kind of doing a self analysis of you got a little banty pissy about St. Louis area Chiefs fans. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't necessarily, I get it, I don't really care, because number one, there's no one who have, has had the life experience I had. Plenty of people who are listening to this show went to the University of Missouri in the 1990s. Um, so they had the, they experienced the thing that I say oftentimes that for people who didn't go to Columbia, and maybe it happened in Springfield, Missouri, and other schools, if you went, you know, somewhere else, KU or something, sure. where there's the weird thing with the Kansas City fan toward the St. Louis thing. And I, and I have no idea what to tell you. The best way I can describe it for you is this on slow days in Kansas City sports radio in the 1990s, the default play would be to rip on St. Louis. Have you ever heard a show? in St. Louis spend a day ripping on Kansas City. I have not. Okay, so that that was the thing. So there was a weird deal going on, and I know a lot of St. Louisans are completely unaware of it. So you kind of go, okay, whatever, man. That was 25 years ago. Who gives a damn? I understand. But then I also pair that with my experience of, of covering the Rams situation. I'm not talking about just doing a show during that. I'm talking about um, the conversations, which I would say I probably spent, God, all in 24-plus hours over the course of, probably 30 to 40 different conversations with Kevin Demoff in that time period, 2012 to January 2016 was the last day we talked. Um, in addition to going to L.A., Inglewood, Carson, San Diego, Oakland, um, and the interviews that I did and that whole process. And so for me personally, I think that it was a game plan on the part of the Kansas City Chiefs ownership to expand their fan base footprint into St. Louis. And that is one of the reasons why Clark Hunt voted for the Inglewood project, even though the other five members of the relocation committee voted for the Carson project. So I present to you this question, and you can answer it yourself, and you can get angry at me. You can send in the hate mail, 314-399-9646. If Bill DeWitt were on a relocation committee and he voted for the Royals to move to, let's say, Nashville, would Kansas City fans then adopt the Cardinals? You can answer that question privately or 
via the text inbox. I can answer it for you if you would like me to. And the answer would be no. So that is where I'm coming from. That's where I'm coming from. But if somebody else wants to cheer for the Chiefs and tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands in the St. Louis area have elected to do so, God bless. Doesn't affect me in any way, but I'm just telling you where I'm coming from. For you, it bothers you because of your experiences in part in Columbia, Missouri, and you were a big Rams fan and you didn't see a bunch of people in St. Louis being Chiefs fans at that time. Right, right. For me, I think at the root of it, and I tried to like dig through this yesterday when I was trying to figure like, what is it really like really go through? Cause I mean, I couldn't care. I didn't really care. All that. I was confused by it when I was at school at Missouri. Like, yeah. why are you so upset about St. Louis? It's not like, you know, this is Malibu, but whatever. Uh, but you guys really have a thing for us. You know, it's flattering if anything. Um, and then I get why, especially like kids my son's age, my older son's age, they, they weren't around for the Rams thing. They don't know anything about the relocation process. They just know Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are exciting and they win. So God bless them. And, and most people don't know all the details on that stuff. Um, so what is it about for me? What it's about for me is I hate that I see our region taking steps backward, whereas Kansas City was the city that had the issue with St. Louis for whatever reason. Not everybody there, but some people, you know, and and now it, it, the roles have have reversed. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, from a St. Louisans perspective, it's not necessarily showing any sh- signs of upward trend. And you can say, oh, that's not being very supportive of St. Louis. That's fine. I I would imagine if I were blowing smoke up your ass about my thoughts on the Cardinals, you would call me a homer. But if I give you an honest assessment of my thoughts on the state of the region, you would say I'm being anti-St. Louis. That's fine. Call me whatever name you want to call me, but doing it a quarter century, it's fine. Won't affect me in any way. That's what I think. And my obligation to you is tell you exactly what I think. And that part of it makes me sad. So that doesn't mean that one can't be a fan of whether it be the Battlehawks or City or just, oh, it's great that we have the Blues and the Cardinals. It makes me personally sad that certainly Stan Kroenke's situation played a role in it, but also our own self-inflicted wounds played a role in the fact that we don't have an NFL team and perhaps in part we don't have an NBA team. And for better or for worse, I think most would agree that if you are a major league city, usually that city is going to have an NFL team. There are a couple of exceptions, whereas Green Bay isn't necessarily a major league city, but they have the Packers. Um, but that, that's, that's at the root of it, I think, what bothers me. That's, that's where I'm coming from on it. Yeah. So I believe that is where your question came from. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I didn't think you were like, are people satisfied with the Blues being you know, an eighth seed and the Cardinals <laughs> winning a dreadful division that was was problem one that was the more micro version the more macro version was second you know i'm on macro time though at all time and i think the uh disparity between times talking about it represents that yeah so your thoughts are welcome 314-399-9646 uh and you can uh comment in the youtube chat as well uh and uh, plenty of people are in there talking it over with regard to the micro element the pakoda projections came out this morning We'll tell you what they've got for the Cardinals and the rest of the National League Central on the other side of the break. This is Balloon Party on 101 Eastman. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. You know, Jackson, I went into the uh, Air Comfort Service text line. Yeah. Just prepared for the insults. Yep. And that's fine. You know what we call it? The cost of doing business. 
Are we in the business of popularity or are we in the business of honesty? We are in the business of honesty. Yeah. And not kink shaming. That's another key. And I got to tell you, I was surprised to see a lot of support. Nice. And some some really good texts. Tip of the cap, too. And by the way, I mean, plenty that... that well, not really, actually. A lot that we're just we're on board with where I was coming from, uh, from the first segment. If you miss anything, Dobbs Tire and Auto Center's podcast. But I was talking about what Jackson's first question in today's Little Piddles uh, Tuesday Half and Half was about uh, St. Louis area residents settling. And I wasn't sure where you were going because I didn't know if you're talking about blues expectations and cardinal expectations. But you're talking about bigger picture. And, uh, and then that led me to recall what we had discussed at the tail end of the podcast titled the Tim McKernan show podcast, but Jackson's in there with me damn near every day. Um, and, and that was, you were expressing your, I don't know. What's, what's the word toward St. Louis area chiefs fans. What's your word? I don't want to put words in your mouth. You're standing right here. You can speak for yourself. You're a 25 year old man. Malaise. Now I don't understand. (laughs) General feeling of uncomfortability, you know, discomfort. Okay. Would be another word you could use. In I, I was going to use anger, but I guess that's not it. Uh, just kind of, yeah. It's it's frustrating in a way. Okay, mine, my, my, and then I went into it because that's not where I, because I, I, I get it. I don't mean God bless. I just if somebody's a fan of, I just don't really. Yeah. Even if somebody's a Rams fan, I, I, you know, uh, the I, only I, thing worse. Yeah, I, I mean, I. I just, it's like it, my point is, it just doesn't affect me. I just don't care. That's what I'm saying. I know it doesn't affect you either. Oh well. Oh, it does. Well, I care. That's okay. Uh, All right. It doesn't affect like my day to day, but I care. So why? And I'm, I'm like, yeah, it's my sadness because it's like there's a whole story here, and I know I've told it. I'm not. I'm happy to always talk about whatever stories people are interested in hearing, but I'm just talking about from a big picture standpoint. It saddens me, especially to think that when I started at KMOV in 2000, the the lead story. I asked Doug Vaughn this, who I was working with with Steve Savard in 2000. When you had the Cardinals, who were great, won the Central in 2000. The Blues, who had won the President's Trophy in 2000 and were beginning their season in which they would go to the Western Conference Finals and play the Avalanche in May of 2001. And the Rams defending their Super Bowl title in 2000. What the lead story would be if all three played games. And without question, it was the Rams. So this whole narrative about it being a baseball town is just, it's awfully convenient. It's also inaccurate. And it's a right. convenient thing that's a national topic. Uh, that oh, well, see, there's not many fans there. It's a baseball town. Well, it's also the worst product in NFL history on the field over the last five years. But we'll just conveniently justify that which is a financial move. Which, by the way, I understand of having Cronky move. But my sadness isn't like, oh, people are Chiefs fans. My sadness is we don't have an NFL team in the region in which I've grown up and spent almost every day of my life, minus my time at Missouri and eight months in Little Rock, Arkansas, for my first TV job, is going backwards. That's what it's about for me, if I were to really dig deep on it. And that has led to a bunch of texts that, surprisingly, are on board. I kind of was expecting a potpourri of of insults. Uh, let's see what we got here. From the 913. Grew up in St. Louis, lived in Kansas City for almost 10 years, and moved back here three years ago. You said it perfectly. Kansas City is definitely on the upswing as a region. I was shocked to see how much St. Louis has changed over the years. Uh, that is from the 913, which is a uh, Kansas City area code. Um 
Tim, all you have to do is look at the St. Louis County executive and the residents of St. Louis County who want to be separate from St. Louis City instead of unifying and realizing we'll be stronger as a city together than separated. Um, as far as the overall point of uh, believing that the region uh, would be better suited if St. Louis County uh, would roll into St. Louis City or St. Louis City roll into St. Louis County is where I think it really should be. I agree with that. I also realize it would be incredibly unpopular as far as uh, polling data would go mm-hmm. with St. Louis County residents. But I think one of the things that may be short-sighted is if the entire region is lifted up, it is better for the entire region. This is not something where you have like a wall in between. And this is coming from somebody who grew up in St. Louis City, lived in downtown St. Louis, now lives in St. Louis County. And, uh, and therefore, I'd like to think I've got, you know, a little action uh, throughout the uh, throughout the area. Uh, let's see. My in-laws are trying to dress my newborn in Chiefs gear for the Super Bowl. They don't understand the frustration of a St. Louis Rams fans, and I have refused to allow him to wear the Chiefs gear. I think they feel I'm a bit irrational. Any tips for me? That's from the 573. Oh, I got some tips. Jackson's got some tips for you. Here it is. Jackson's tips for dressing a newborn for the Super Bowl Sunday. And I generally don't like to give advice on parenting. One, because I am not a parent. And two, I don't have... You know, I don't, they're not my kids. They're not my kids to raise. But I would lay the hammer down and say, listen, it's my my child. And I would really not like if you wore the Chiefs gear. So if you could please do me that favor of not dressing him in Chiefs gear, that would be much appreciated. Oh, look at you. You handled it so politely. That's how you, you gotta diffuse handle. the situation. That's how you just got to diffuse it. And, and if they say you're, you're being irrational, it's like, well, you know, my child. And that's that. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's as simple as that. I would never allow any child of mine in chief's gear. You had an opportunity to parent well, my wife, your daughter. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for the wonderful uh, parenting you did. I enjoyed it. I married her. However, I would, I would like to dress my child as I see fit. Correct. Thank you for your time. And if the child eventually wants to root for the chiefs, um, you know, that's fine. But, you know, there will be consequences. Oh my gosh! It sounds like a, I took that as a threat. It's like no. I'm sitting here with Chaz Palm and Terry. No, no, no. It's all good. Okay. Just know I don't forget. Wow! It is Chaz Palm and Terry all of a sudden. Uh, honestly, nothing. Mike Cologino? Yeah. Not like Chiefs gear is one thing. If they're like, "Well, we'll dress them in Rams gear," that is like absolutely not. Leave the premises. Don't even bring it into my home. I really—that's the one that really gets me going. Is people who are still Rams fans. That's like, there's no logic you could present to me that would make any sense for that. Put your foot down now, bro, or that kid will be in Chiefs gear forever. That's from Raider J. Jackson, you're on the same page as Raider J. Raider J, and I love that name. Yeah, Raider J, text to get to the program. Uh, you can text in 314-399-9646. Participate in the conversation in the YouTube chat with 131 of your closest friends, and that includes the TMA Lister of the Month. The Milagro Tequila Lister of the Month. The Tiny PP, Don PP. He won it for January 2024, and he's also very active on Balloon Party as well. Uh, let's see what they're talking about. Uh, it's, uh, they're talking about a wide variety of topics as far as NFL teams and other cities in the area. I got this text from uh, one of our ad buyers, actually, during the commercial break, and he said, 
Uh, hey, Tim, love the show. Quick question. As most kids, and then further in life as adults, get their rooting interest teams from their parents, does it bother you that you are not raising your boys with a rooting interest in an NFL team? Uh, no. It, I, I, it does, it honest, the honest answer to that question is it really doesn't cross my mind much. I think if... Uh, I recall talking to Dan McLaughlin about this um, and what really would get him going anytime we talk about the Rams situation is his kids were at an age where they're too young to understand the business side of it, right. but old enough to feel like their hearts were ripped, uh, ripped out when their team left town. And, um, and that, that, so it really hit home for him. And I think if my kids were like 12 and 10, you know, in that in that kind of range, and I think that's what the case was for Dan um, when when everything went down in that age range. Uh, it's a different set of circumstances. My my kids are too young, so they don't know anything about the right. the, the fact that there was an NFL team here. Yeah. Um, so no, I don't know. I, that's that's it's a good question because I I haven't really thought of it that way. Um, but how do you view that? So I'm thinking of it through my lens, growing up with an NFL team, but not. Growing up with an NBA team, which is my favorite sport, my favorite sports league is the NBA, and I I actually approach it now differently. Where it's like I just love players, I love watching the games, I have no rooting interest, but I still really enjoy watching the product. So I don't think the two go necessarily go hand in hand. Having said that, there is nothing more in this world I would love than St. Louis having an NBA team. So you know, I think it's a, a best situation out of a bad situation. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know where you fall on that. NFL is a pretty digestible product, even without a rooting interest. So I think you'd be okay, more so than like baseball. Like, it'd be tough. I can understand a kid not really getting into baseball without a local team. Yeah. Like, that would be tough. But the NFL is, you know, there's a reason that 50 million people tune in. Uh, let's see. Stay true to your team. That's from the 618. It's hard to root for any NFL team after the Rams left, but it is excruciatingly hard to root for the Chiefs after having gone to Mizzou. This, see, the Mizzou thing is like this thing that's resonating for people. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if it's still like that. I mean, you were there up until 2020. But I had no kid friends from Kansas City. Is that right? You you refused to associate with people from Kansas City? Is that what you're trying just, to say? Uh, it was weird. I, I I knew people from Kansas City. I wouldn't necessarily call them like close friends, but most of my friends were either from St. Louis or Chicago, a few Memphis, and then other cities sprinkled around. But very few or if none, Kansas City. I wonder what it was like down there like in 1985. Yeah. Oh, boy. See, part of me thinks the weird thing that I experienced in the 90s is a byproduct of the way that that went in 1985. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I know what I would be saying if the shoe were on the other foot. And you know what I would be saying if mm-hmm. the shoe were on the other foot, that we stole a World Series. Right. And I'd be incredibly unpopular mm-hmm. for saying that here, uh, as opposed to the other reasons I'm incredibly unpopular <laughs> now. But that's what I would say. I yeah. mean, because that's just, I, could just yeah, say I don't know what else, else to say. Yeah. But that, that became, you know, so it's like, okay, we got this one championship, except it was in its side. From their standpoint, that sucks. It does suck. Yeah. It obviously sucks more on this side, but it sucks. I can't imagine guys in their 20s having a bunch of booze, and it was 1985, <laughs> so possibly other things. And holy crap, I can't imagine. I wonder what the scene was like on the night of game six Oof. at like Frats in Columbia, Missouri. I bet people were at I on 30 edge. for 30 on that. Yeah, for real. Uh, your thoughts 314 399 9646, YouTube chat, 101 ESPN channel on YouTube. This is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back to the program. It's called Balloon Party. My name is Tim McKernan. That's Jackson Burkett. We are visible to you on the 101 ESPN YouTube channel. The program is brought to you by Munganas, St. Louis Acura, and Munganas, Burkhardt, Alton, Toyota. Jackson, the Pakota projections are out for the 2024 baseball season. And your St. Louis baseball Cardinals are predicted to be the National League Central Division champions with 85.5 wins. Cardinals are coming trola, trola. Well, they're also the only team projected to be above 500 in the National League Central. They don't ask how, Tim. They ask how many. And the answer is 85 and a half. Uh, two teams in the National League are projected to have more than 100 wins. Would you like to guess who they are? Sure. Dodgers and Braves. That's nice. That's real nice. Dodgers at 101.1 wins. 101.1. <laughs> Sick. And uh, the Braves at 100.7. The Astros and Dodgers are predicted to have the highest win totals in the American League, uh, but not in the 100s, both in the 90s. Uh, Two teams in the American League Central expected to be above 500, so that's exciting. Three of the 10 teams in the Central will be above 500 per per Pakota. That's all you need. Uh, 85.5 is kind of the number we've been talking about. Yeah, I think that's the Vegas number, if I'm not mistaken. So that makes total sense to me. I think think 85 and a half. 85 or 86 wins are very much on the table for the Cardinals. Uh, the place I enjoy throwing a wager around uh, opened up its MLB Futures this morning. I don't know if that's a coincidence or not. Uh, if I throw $100 on the Cardinals and they win the World Series, I receive $3,500. 35 nice. to 1. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So are you going to do it? You in? Hmm. Okay. I like the value. I don't really love Futures. Like, I'm a kind of an instant gratification guy trying to move past that, but sure. I am. And the future bet is like, I set it and forget it. Except if it's Mizzou over six and a half wins. That was, that was lovely. Yeah. That was lovely. <sighs> I think I talked about it on Balloon Party. I know I did on TNA, but because you, you were going out to Las Vegas to yeah. see our friends at Circa. And I was going to have you Wolf of Wall Street it up yeah, tape with it. bricks of 10K all over your tight, rewarding body. Yeah. And place I don't even know how much on that over total. Oh, I want it back. Oh, I want it back. I, did I bet on it? Yeah, I did, but I didn't bet that level on it. Yeah. I like the idea that in this world of technology that I would have to tape cash, hard cash, and stuff like, theoretically, you could like Western Union, that's some money up to me. Yeah, but and, it isn't, it doesn't get the thrill. No, that's the thing is you want, you know, you want real sweat both on the bet and getting through TSA. Um, yeah, I did. I mean, I'll give you this. Corey Connors is going to win the Waste Management this weekend, if you're interested oh, in that. I don't know if you're interested in What a tempo. In uh, yeah, one of the smoothest swings on tour. Um, so that, that's what's going to happen this weekend, if you're interested in that. Do with that what you want. Yeah, I was out there. I was boots on the ground, Scottsdale, really trying to get ready. Yeah, I noticed that. And as I looked around you know, the complex around TBC Scottsdale, I said, 
Smells like a Corey Connors win next week. Is that week. right? Yeah, I can feel it in the desert there. Is Scotty Scheffler three-peat? Mm, it's tough to bet against Scheffler in Arizona, but I like the Corey Connors play. Wow. Well, Canada. We'll love to Canada. Oh, Canada. That's well, for Jamie Rivers. Yeah, Jamie Rivers and Corey I'm trying to form an alliance with him and break up your alliance. Best of luck. It's like Cody Rhodes last night at the Enterprise Center. Were you stunned to hear the name The Rock receive booze in St. Louis on Raw? Shocked him. Absolutely shocked. I mean, The Rock, when you think about him, all you can think about is the glory he's brought to St. Louis and to get booed, you know. It's just a, it's a shame. My read is you didn't see this or know what I'm talking about. No. God, no. Nothing. Stunning development. It's a mere 15 minutes from where are we broadcasting right now. Yeah, yeah, no traffic, yeah. Um, I, I understand that it's, you know, was local last night, but if I'm not mistaken, you still have to pay an extra little fee to watch it. Yeah, no dice. No dice. I, I Those who enjoy it and love it, I hope you had a great time if you, you were don't there fan last night. Shame. No, like, well, like what you like. I probably like some weird things to people, but for me personally, I couldn't imagine a, a worse way to spend my time. Does it bother you that Drew McIntyre is picking on injured wrestlers? Does it bother me that Drew McIntyre? Well, yeah, if they're injured, you know. There you go. There's a take. All, there's a all, take. That's my rule. You know, the rule of sports radio is don't make it personal. Right. And, so many rules. Well, you know, come on now. It's, it's radio radio row week, baby. Yeah, it we is. gotta lock in. Um don't make it personal and don't question injuries. And so and Drew McIntyre. Yeah. And don't kink shame. That's kinda our thing. Right. Um so that he's breaking the second rule. And once I find out who Drag, Drew McIntyre is You're gonna hold him accountable. Just like I did, I'm gonna do with the blues. All I right. still got a couple days. All right, fair enough. Yeah, now Sabres on uh uh pregame's eleven AM on Saturday. So there you go, Jackson. A little Losing matinee. Sabers. Yeah, a little matinee to welcome the boys back from the break. Love it. Uh, at 10.45 in St. Louis, we'll close out this segment, prepare you for BK and Ferrario coming up at 11 o'clock. This is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back to McKern and Jackson. We're Cat with you and Jackson. We have more developing stories. Mm. I believe this is a first. We have the mayor of a major city saying they do not want a team from one of the four major North American sports leagues. Just this morning, Las Vegas Mayor Carolyn Goodman offered an unexpected opinion on the A's relocation attempts during an appearance on the Front Office Sports Today podcast. And that was just this morning. Mm. She thinks they should stay in Oakland. Goodman, who's been the mayor since July of 2011, discussed a variety of topics, including the rise of Las Vegas as a home to multiple professional sports franchises. Naturally, she was asked for her thoughts on the A's relocation attempts, to which she offered a surprising candor. Quote, she said the A's relocation plans to the Tropicana site don't, quote, make sense to her, explaining that the city had offered the A's what she believed to be a superior site, 
one located in a historic part of town that featured seven access points from local highways. The A's rejected that site, opting instead to be located on the Strip. That decision perturbed the mayor, who repeatedly noted that the area suffers from traffic congestion woes. Quote, I thought, this does not make sense, and so why is it happening, Goodman said. And then I thought, well, because they really want to stay in Oakland, they want to be on the water, they have that magnificent dream, yet they can't get it done. When the podcast host asked Goodman if it would be a, quote, good thing if the A's do complete their relocation to Las Vegas, she responded by saying, quote, I personally think they've got to figure out a way to stay in Oakland and make their dream come true. Goodman added, quote, I just know that owner, John Fisher, longtime successful family, in my opinion, needs to listen to the people that are up there. It's their team. Goodman's opinions aside, it's unclear if remaining in Oakland is a realistic consideration for the A's at this point in time. The A's in the city of Oakland have not talked in 10 months. Uh, that is according to a recent report from ESPN. The A's and Fisher, the owner in particular, have received pushback from their Oakland fans throughout the relocation attempts, including a reverse boycott last season and plans to do another come opening day. Nevertheless, Fisher claimed in August that he has not considered selling the franchise, that despite also claiming that the club has lost significant money. Uh, so how about that? Wow. This My observation on that, and I'm sure there are a good number of you who have been to Las Vegas and know exactly where this site is going to be, um, and I'm sure plenty of you don't, but it, I mean, it is at the south end of the Strip, um, across from MGM Grand. I know you like to stay at the Excalibur, uh, and then I guess it's right. just to the east of New York, New York. That's uh, I go to the Excalibur when New York, New York is packed. Well, I didn't know that that was your thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and I guess a little to the east of Allegiant, where the Super Bowl will be. And I remember that announcement that they're going to build it on the Strip, and I thought to myself, getting around the Strip is an mf or as it is. Yep. And now you're going to put a you know an, an MLB team there, 81 games. But okay, so I have to tell you, I was reading that article along with the audience, listening to it for the first time, um, which, number one, amazing how good the read was, and number two, I have to tip my cap to Carolyn Goodman for the way she's thinking through this yeah. very poker meta-analysis that they rejected a better location I would assume it's closer to downtown. Right. I would have to think. That's where there are a bunch of different. Points. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that Fisher is using Las Vegas as leverage to get the building built on the water that he wants in the East Bay. Yeah, I mean we've seen that move. How been about pulled. that? Yeah, we've seen we've seen that move be pulled before. It's just usually using Los Angeles and then the NFL as a way to get, say, the Vikings to build a stadium in Minneapolis. Yeah. Buffalo. Buffalo has had Toronto used against it. Um, so that's uh, and then during Super Bowl week for you know one of the crowning moments right. in her administration yeah. to have the Super Bowl. Huge that, week. Wow. I got to tell you, somebody texted in and what do you think about this story with the mayor? And I'm like, I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. So it just happened this morning or the podcast was just released this morning. Right. And I have no, I, I just, I don't think she's just throwing that around without a basis. For, like, it wasn't just like, we think it's going to be inconvenient. We're not ready for it from an infrastructure standpoint. We thought about it. The site doesn't make sense to put it on the strip. No, she actually went into, we think that it's BS. Yeah. yeah. And so we're not, we're not going to dance. 
Yeah, I feel yeah, like... I got to tell you, now I'm intrigued. Yeah, I feel like... Thank you to the texter who sent it in. For real. Um, the surprising thing from my perspective is that like she's not saying, well, they should absolutely take the site that we recommended because this site on the strip is just, it's in, from a logistical standpoint, will not work and like try to like really reinforce that they should go to the other site. Instead, she's saying, no, yeah, no, just no, don't, just go come, go stay home. Stay in Northern California. Right. We don't want, it's we like, don't that's want like a major league baseball team. Yeah. Or at least not this situation, which is probably outside of expansion, their best chance of getting a major league baseball team in the next five years. I don't uh. see another team making a move. Yeah, I mean, I think there will be expansion. Maybe I think Tampa. we'll see it within the next few years. Yeah, Tampa, I suppose. But, um, wow, that's it's quite a development. Yeah, very surprising. And and just like the the thought process of we're not, this isn't real anyway, so go home. We're not going to dance. Very interesting. And yeah. you're right, big week, big week to be yeah, saying I mean, something it's, like it's this. The, if you're going to do it, yeah. this is the meta play. I tip my cap on it. Uh, the article for the record, I read that at CBSSports.com, the podcast, which I probably am going to go listen to. Uh, was the Front Office Sports Today podcast. That is where Mayor Carolyn Goodman said the A's plans, quote-unquote, don't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, from a someone like with logistical background, since 2011, they had no pro sports teams, and now that they have, they're going to have several. They have two at the moment, possibly three coming up. So she is very, like, she is well-versed in teams moving or expanding to her city, so this is not her first rodeo. She uh, also discussed a potential NBA team there and how the city will adjust in future years hosting Formula One to mitigate harm to small businesses. Yeah, we were thinking about going out there in like, my wife was like, hey, you want to go out there for the, the weekend? And I'm like, and we always stay at one particular place, mainly from going back to my poker days. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, remember when we were there? And that was Memorial Day weekend. And they were getting ready for Formula One. Oh, yeah. And that was out there in August. And it, yeah. They I were mean, shutting down one half of Las Vegas Bowl. I'm telling you. It's crazy. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, so, yeah, that's the Front Office Sports Podcast telling the A's to stay in Oakland. <laughs> that's Have impressive. Because <laughs> they're not talking in uh, Oakland right now. What a situation. Yeah, and like, even if they do play in Oakland next year, where are they going to play in the next couple of years? Right. Because I Team do. without a home. Yeah. Where oh. will they play? You know who's making a play for them? I'll give you one guess, because I'm low on time. I'm low on time. Is it in America? It is in the United States. Nashville? That's a nice guess. It's not. Austin? No. I said one guess. I can't. Okay. I can't. Salt Lake City. Interesting. Yeah. They got a team. Basketball team. Right. I didn't know if you were talking about a baseball team. And I was no. I have an unfortunate no, moment team. for you. I was going to no. probably take, take care of it off air. Yeah. But like a, a city like Austin doesn't, well, I guess they have an MLS team, but they don't have one of the four majors. The Utah's proven that they have, can support one of the four majors. That's right. Uh, all right. So there it is. So that story uh, just coming out this morning that the Las Vegas mayor is telling the A's not to come. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't wait to see how that develops throughout the day, especially considering the amount of media in Las Vegas this yeah, week. Well right. played by the mayor. Time for us to shut it down. BK and Ferrari are up next for Jackson. Burkett, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party, driven by Munganass, St. Louis Acura, Munganass, Burkhardt, Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN and the 101 ESPN YouTube channel. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast, presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.